Hello everyone, and welcome to your Uncle's Beach House episode 54. I'm Jackson, I'm joined by M as usual. It's manga time. And Rick's back. Hello. Uh, we're finishing Akira today. Yes, volume six. Yeah, we've read all six volumes of Akira, and we're done. With um, comics, forever. With comics, forever. No more comics, that's not true. If someone wants <laughs> to read something else, we will. Who could that be? I wonder. That's true. So, um, before we... I, how do we want to do this? We have to summarize a character. Like, you know, we I get it. This. this one's easy. This go one's ahead. easy. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, everyone throws their best shot at Neo Tokyo, Tetsuo, and Akira. They all throw their best shot back. And that's the first, like, 150 pages of the book. And then Tetsuo uh, goes to where Volume 2 took place. And everyone shows up there eventually. And then they all fight again. And then... The world ends, and but it doesn't. But it does. But it doesn't. And then the book ends. Okay, that is technically. <laughs> I feel like what you're happens. missing. You're missing important aspects of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So the, the battle does rage, and everyone does throw their best <laughs> shot. But uh, let's let's not let's not underestimate how good those best shots are. They're, they are pretty uh, good. Multiple space lasers are fired, then Tetsuo brings the space laser down and fires it simultaneously at the American fleet. It's one of the coolest things anyone in anything has ever done. Uh, the Americans start using their uh, chemical weapons, so all the like kids start dying. Um, Tetsuo keeps like achieving oneness and then getting <laughs> shot in the face. Yeah, so this is this is the main thing for me. Tetsuo spends this comic like on the verge of the revelation of whatever this power is, this like next step, like the thing that's at the end of this, which I feel like is the most like of anything that could be predicted. The thing that they're doing is ascending to whatever the next stage of human evolution is, just like every sci-fi story literally ever made for the history of the genre. Um, but every time he's about to do that, two things happen. Someone shoots him or someone he loves, and then a giant flesh baby erupts out of him. And he has to like push it all back inside or like expel it from his body. Like this horrible, like, like, cyst of just like psychic energies and then he does and he's like oh shit i grew my arm back i'm feeling normal again and then someone shoots him in the head and he goes crazy again and becomes a flesh baby over and over again <laughs> and you're just like no we'll just let him figure it out he's right there he's um, right there unfortunately he does not uh because they just keep hitting him with different weapons everyone takes their shot at him too afraid to let him just become the thing and thus what actually has to happen is all of the psychic characters have to make an appeal to akira to generate his own energy that will cancel out the big bomb that Tetsuo is becoming um, and absorb it all and then the two of them and Kanada get pulled into like the portal to whatever the next thing is uh, and at the very last second K uh, drags Te uh, Kanada back to the real world and they disappear into whatever's next that's sick it's fucking incredible is the it's thing it's really good it's so good because so, a lot of a lot of that is done through um, Tetsuo remembering his childhood when he met Kanada, and also um, Kanada seeing Akira and the other kids when they were captured and brought into the lab, and when Akira was like a real person and hadn't had his whole personality subsumed by whatever this power is. Um, and this stuff gets into the stuff that like was really good about Dome, which is like these very small images of like kids like interacting with each other and like the power of that of like human connection is the thing that brings people together um which i don't think is like an argument against letting everyone force evolve into the next thing but this comic doesn't offer that as a solution it's not like tetsu and kind of we're going to bring everyone into the next phase they were just going one way or another 
yeah, it was. It's not quite an instrumentality thing, right? Like yes. this is the the one ending of everything. Uh, but mm-hmm. the framing here is, spe- is like specific enough to be very different from a lot of the like. It's not like a forced, uh, you know, make everyone one JRPG situation. Well, it's interesting because like the the this plot could very easy, and it has like in other yes. pieces of media. I don't want to like talk about the endings and stuff, but a lot of times the argument is we should let humanity force evolve, and the protagonist stands up and says no. Things are fine the way they are and prevents it from happening. And, <laughs> and you're always like, like what? The, the, the status quo is bad in your story and bad in real life. Please just bring us anywhere other than here. And so, this isn't that. This is like everyone's going to die because these two beings are being born and they're like just bigger than all of people put together. And the thing that allows Kata to escape that is remembering the connections he had and brings him back, which is good because the power of friendship is is better than the status quo, <laughs> but not as good as everyone going into the soup. That's my hierarchy of endings. <laughs> well, so here's, here's the thing that we need to like summarize that we haven't mentioned, which is the actual ending, which we haven't actually talked about yet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it does is like... <sighs> So many of the stories we have covered, just by the nature of uh, the the one plot of anime, House goes, uh, is very bad at pulling the needle between the um, existential thread of should we all stop existing versus should we support the status quo of the bad world we're in. Uh, like you know, play any Persona game. The second you get to the final boss, that difference just disappears and everyone stops talking about the problems. <laughs> it just just goes away. Uh, this doesn't. This, like, nails the ability to, like, combine those two things. Because immediately what happens after uh, they solve the problem and Akira and Tetsuo move on and the world isn't destroyed and we have the possibility, uh, the way Canada takes the lesson is to reform the Great Tokyo Empire <laughs> and immediately, with, like, a gang of awful biker children by his side, kick the UN back out. And that's how we end. <laughs> This is actually the thing that I was losing my mind about. Because this whole thing, I feel like it's like a very good and dramatic and big scale conclusion. I liked it a lot. All the Flesh Baby stuff's incredible. Him riding a space laser down to the earth is all I want out of like big action set pieces. But at the end, the whole thing, like there was a moment where like Kaneda, because he's staying next to Tetsuo, realized that there's more things possible to people than just living life and being yes. a dirtbag. But he can't force evolve himself into a psychic baby and turn into the energy field or whatever happens. He has to just take that energy with him, that like idea, and do something with it. What they decide to do is continue their biker gang, but turn it into a nation state that exists in direct opposition to America and the UN. Fucking kings. It's love, so good. I love this a mirror of um, the start of volume four because he mentions it specifically that like you're here with supplies, but why are you here with tanks? Like it, it's yes. calling back to that exact moment. And the funny part is that the translation is different. So uh, the Marvel version says great Akira empire. And mm. the, the new one says great Tokyo empire. Oh, interesting. What's they the, changed, what's they the changed, original? They, uh, the, it, I don't know. Actually, I haven't looked, uh, okay. but they change also changed the line. He says, uh, in the Mar- in the Marvel one, he says uh, Akira, the spirit of Akira lives within us, mm-hmm. and then in the new one, he says Akira still lives among us. It's like a threat, huh? Interesting. Yeah, I took I I read the new version. I still took that to be the spirit of Akira lives among. Oh, yeah, us. I guess yeah, yeah. it is like a threat. I didn't take it to him saying like we've still got Akira in our back pockets. <laughs> I do love um, the page after that too. Is that the four scientists looking at the Aeon the thing and contemplating it very deeply as they ride off into the sunset? <laughs> Rules. The thing the thing I like about this is so much of the early bits of the comic where like 
these these kids just don't like society doesn't work for them and so they become a biker gang which is like the 20th century's vision of what like rowdy kids who hate authority are um our biker gang um and that like morphs in this horrible way into like this this like anarchist derogatory state that like was formed under like the banner of akira through the middle part of the comic and then that morphs into anarchist state uh, not derogatory at the end of the comic as everyone has like an ideology that they're working towards in like a collective like state apparatus and i'm like they did it they fucking pulled it out <laughs> they sure you did. never see fiction go this way <laughs> It's the thing that, like, they just put in the comic the thing that I feel like is our main complaint about a lot of where these stories go at the end, which is they, he just draws the direct line between, okay, evolving humanity is a metaphor. We, none of us can do that. Not a real thing. Uh, it's like a way to explore things in fiction and then draws it to, like, how does that apply to, like, lessons you can take forward into the real world? But not, it's not us. It's not our podcast explaining that. It's the text itself. They just do it in the text. And I was like, holy shit. They just you can just do it. You can just fucking have it all in your story. There's so many great small moments too. Yes. Like me none of us have mentioned also that Kay goes to space and fires a laser at Akira. Or she at does Tesco go to Poise. space and fire a laser. And it's, then the laser She's get- very cool in this. I'm so glad she didn't die, because I was assuming she was going to die <laughs> doing all this, like literally every time she did anything in this comic. And then the laser bends. It bends. It's sick. <laughs> it's so sick. <laughs> Uh, the, so the the bit at the end when Kanada sees Tetsuo's memories, mm-hmm. those two pages are my favorite pages of the entire book. They're outstanding because a lot of them are a lot. It's a mix of new panels and old panels, like panels mm-hmm. we've seen before and panels we haven't seen from Tetsuo's perspective. And the other thing is, they're the only four pages of the entire book that don't have borders on them. Yeah, it's a lot. It ex- just explodes. It's the first like two thousand pages, and then the, those four pages explode out of everything else. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that stuff that stuff reminds me of like when I'm enjoying what Grant Morrison's doing in comics. It reminds me of their panel work and stuff like that where they're just throwing everything at a at a page and letting uh-huh. it like overflow. It's so good. I love how much Kanda is not the main character also. Yes. He gets swallowed by this and then it's not about him at all. Yeah. But still, to t- like, it acknowledges that Tetsuo, like, a lot of yeah, Tetsuo's yeah. problems generate from the way Kanada treated him when they first met and how he's always been treated by Kanada, um, both good and bad. Like, sometimes your friendship is just hella toxic. <laughs> yeah. He just wanted him to be his friend. Uh, the thing um, that I like about all of this specifically um, is it all ends up being, like, this... This whole, like, all of Akira's, like, existence, all of the psychic kids, everything that happens to Tetsuo, where he almost gets there in a way that wouldn't be as destructive, but gets pushed back, is, like, the the poison pill of, like, the intervention of, uh, like, America or the UN, whatever, like, you want to say in, in these forces. It's, like, American forces, but at the end, it seems like it's, like, a UN peacekeeping thing or whatever, but it's still all bad. Um, it's, it's the UN forces and it is America, like, it's an American-driven yes. UN forces, but there's a specific line where they say how can you kick us out the japanese government sent us like they, yes. they just, like deliberately imply like it's it's not pure like nationalism right it's not saying no. the japanese government will save us it is the like abandoned youth will form their own way yeah and it's so like cognizant of the part where like the state apparatus of like western societies like quote-unquote first world societies which includes japan as much yes. as it includes uh america and europe because modern japan is in many ways like a puppet state of the u.s empire post-world war ii is 
all part of it. Like it's all like the argument is like those things have to be rejected and it's just good. And I'm just stood up and cheered. I was so happy. <laughs> I didn't think this comic had it in it for this amount of like political awareness. Yeah. I was, cause so I was much, listening. so much of Akira, so much of Akira, like culturally is boiled down to Tetsuo on the, or Kanada on the bike going through Neo Tokyo. Like that's the poster. That's like what everyone comments on. That's the thing that gets referenced. It's all about like the coolness of a rugged individual on a motorcycle, which represents freedom, but in a cyber dystopia. And the comics just not about any of this, like fundamentally, like in the, in the ways that like, I think the movie is about this and it's good. I'm just, I, I get, I, Furious at the film. <laughs> Furious <laughs> at the film. Getting to this this volume and seeing what this actual story is. And I understand like the film's already been out for years at this point when he's saying this. And it's allowed to be this in part because the film exists. But still, the part where like people watch the movie and don't read the, the comic, I'm going to be one of those people who's just not normal about this ever. <laughs> that's I mean that's why we read it, right? Yeah. <laughs> we were always like, ah, here's fine, but it's not like special. Uh <laughs> and uh now fully converted to the other way. Like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To go back to the plot, I love that Ryu saves the day. Yeah, they all like, oh, Ryu, <laughs> you didn't die three months ago. <laughs> Shoots Akira and saves the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of like just the the circum because it's a comic that's always been operating on. There's eight different like groups all wanting different things. The part where they all get to like run across each other at the very end. I love that shit. Eat it up. Like we're reading Lord of the Rings right now. That's another one. That's about like everyone's just doing their best. And sometimes they work against each other. And sometimes they work in concert and that's just fate and circumstance. And I love it. I love it every time. Uh, I found the original panel for what's on that. Uh, oh on yeah. That thing. Oh. Uh, and I, I, I'm worse with uh, the lettering than you. So you can all tell me what this says. Uh, I mean, that just says Akira. This, I can see it says Akira on it, which is not on the uh, the one I had. Mine okay, says yeah. Great Tokyo Empire. So yeah, um, that would just be the Great Akira Empire then. Huh? Wonder why they yeah, changed okay. it. Because because yeah, my version only translates the the like the the top like the you know the top part. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do they do a full text replacement? Uh, I didn't. I think it's, it's a the... full text replacement on both. Huh. Yeah, that's weird. I yeah. Oh, it opens with the moment of like incredible dark comedy because he gets his arm back and then the co- the colonel is standing right over him pointing the laser yes. at him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to start the whole thing off. It's so perfect, that page. <laughs> he, the, the page where he looks at the colonel, he's like, I did it. I've got my arm back. Like, he's just like so innocent in that panel. <laughs> and then just the next page, the, the world comes crashing down on him. The, the dark comedy of Tetsuo being like, like you said, literally right there on the, the brink of the most important revelation on in all evolutionary history as everyone, including his best friend who hates him and not, you know, including his toxic best friend who he's kind of hated for years, but also loves is shooting him in the face every time he does it. It's so funny. Uh, it's good. It's just an incredible. Uh, it's, it's like I, it was kind of what I was expecting that it was mostly a big fight, but it's the best big fight in the whole comic. Um, yes. Both the fight stuff is sicker and the emotional stuff is like most tightly uh, plotted here. And all the art is just obviously amazing. Um, the thing about the Marvel version that I love is for like most of this chapter, Akira just every time something like, or sorry, Tetsuo, every time something happens to him, he, his skin just grows more ghost like. He just ends up like a white figure in these spaces walking around. It's really cool. Yes. 
like the coloring in this stuff is wild at the very end when they when the um when the big like two when the tetsuo bomb and the akira bomb are like eating each other and there's like tornadoes and stuff happening there's like some weird like hyper overly shaded like art that makes me think of like comics from like a, just a different era that most of this this book doesn't fall into but there's something about this that i was like this is like the cover of like a jinji ito comic happening suddenly in these moments it's it's funny how the it it does shift over time like it becomes more yeah. there's more like there's definitely more like layering on it. It feels like when it gets towards the end. Mm-hmm. But then like the big ball in space and stuff, like there was a bit where they cut to like whatever the thing is talking to uh Canada at the end about human evolution mm-hmm. and the way that like the word bubbles are in at least the manga version just feels like a sixties comic. It just like turns into like traditional, like golden age comic suddenly. <laughs> yeah. That whole sequence that uh, there's that one there's that one panel that I always think about is it's the one where he's being shown the the orphanage and there's you can't tell you you see the kid's face in the middle panel before you see the kid in the machine above in the panel above mm-hmm. it that it's such a great like it just shows the the scale and the like the cruelty happening in that lab such so mm-hmm. perfectly it's so good. But then uh, Marvel ran out of pages, so they had to fill them. <laughs> you want to talk about these? Um, yeah, sure. I'm sending this panel that I'm thinking of over. I think this is why. I, I read this, I'm like, is this the stuff that was added after the fact? Like, it just feels so different than the rest of the comic suddenly. Oh, it might, might have been. This, like, it's not. This is actually part of the comic, but it just feels like suddenly the new gods show up in this comic, yeah, yeah, yeah. in these panels. <laughs> He's getting explained to about life and the universe. Yeah. So yeah, Marvel added a bunch of like splash pages and like mini comics. <laughs> and they are something else. Uh, that's for damn sure. They're wild. They're wild. <laughs> Uh, so, it's so, so the splat, like the, just the like pages of art are like generally pretty good. Like they're not yeah. all to my taste, but like, they're like evocative. It's like, okay, these are things people are taking from Akira. It's like across the board, like interesting stuff. Like it's people who are clearly like, we love the comic and not necessarily the, like, like, you know, it riffs on the movie, but like a lot of the stuff is pulled from the comic directly. And, but then you get to like the short stories, which are just nightmares. Everything <laughs> about it is, is, is like overly rendered, like like indie comics aesthetics, but they're doing like a, the, the Acura high school is like the first one. And it's like, just like awful faces and like everyone's wearing the Acura outfits, but like in like a, like a Western, like, like drawing style. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's miserable. The first one specifically is uh Yamagata's day before everything happens in the comic. Yes. And he's trying to place his bets for the horse race that we see him talking about in one of the pages because that's what they all are they're all just like take this page and then expand it into millions mm-hmm. and then it's the gym the gym coach from the first volume chasing him around trying to catch him and failing it's just i don't get why you would do this about this comic i don't either the thing about the art though is that like the so the the artists they get is like it's a one in a lifetime like timing to get a bunch of people that you would never see in a one thing ever so it's like it's Mike Mobius and Alex Toth and John Romita Sr. and like a bunch of people that like you never see together in the same comic, all here for Akira at the end. It's actually quite quite amazing, like the pinups, the the scope and scale of who they get. 
Uh, yeah, the actual penance at the end are like, they're pretty good. Um, some of the individual stuff is better than others, but just the, like, you know, everyone is here to, to show off their cool Akira art. Everyone just loves this thing. Um, there's some big fire shadows cool. in one of them, too. Yes. <laughs> but then there's the other two stories, one of which is, uh, what's going on in the Chikyo one? Anyone know? Uh, just cool shit. <laughs> just action. Yeah, she's blowing shit up. Uh, written by Larry Hama, the famous G.I. Joe guy. Oh, okay. That explains a lot. Uh-huh. And then the um, last... This, one, this one's, like, not bad. It's just, like, literally just her blowing shit up for, like, four, pa- six pages. Trying so. to have dinner, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is uh, sadly done by uh, Warren Ellis. Uh, yeah, yeah it's also out. it's also fucking terrible. Yeah, it's so bad. That also checks out. They <laughs> <laughs> want to explain what this one's about because I no, you, you know what? You go right ahead. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, Miyoko's dream that she talks about barely in the comic. Yeah, and then they try to draw it. The entire the Persona Four opening tower of televisions is in this dream. <laughs> Oh yeah, it is. You know, <laughs> and there are like two people. Like, uh, oh, it's so bad. Anyways, yeah. The idea that like, oh, I really want to see Miyoko's dream expanded on by Warren Ellis <laughs> is so funny. Especially in like eighty, this would be like eighty-seven, right? So this would be before Ellis became like what people know Ellis as. No, this would be like mid. By the end of the, I think this was coming out oh, in like ninety-five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's one here. The one I really like is like a, it's like a naked Tetsuo, like with rocks levitating around him, and that has a 94 credit on it. Yeah, so. that, that, that's my coward. That, <laughs> yeah, that one is probably my favorite one in all these splashes. I think they it's get, fucking cool. They get multiple gags in the Adra comic out of Tetsuo being naked in this book. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like he 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 gets blown up and all of because he gets like molecularized, so he's naked for a long while. Uh, and there's an incredible panel where Canada shows up and like he's yelling to camera basically, and then in the background he's just stealing some guy's pants to put on. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like it is very good. <laughs> kind of half and half. Finally got some pants again thank god that scene also oh. has um when where yamada dies and in one of the more famous sequences of the book just gets imploded over two uh, pages yeah those pages um, oh the, uh when when uh tetsuo is putting on the pants or whatever this is when kanada comes up with the fucking laser <laughs> um and th- th- this page is so fucking good um because kanada is like oh, i haven't heard the arrogant mouth of yours for a long time and then uh kanada says uh oh, you, and you're never gonna hear it again yamagata and the others are all lined up at the gates of hell waiting for you it's fucking sick <laughs> Uh, Kanada does not matter, but when he gets to make a cool, like, I'm going to d- destroy you motherfucker speech, he nails it. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm At that point, I'm actively rooting against him, but, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it's so cool. Uh, and there's also um, Miyoko's sweetness. Her whole last stand is absolutely incredible. Yes. I have to imagine too that um, they got the art from uh, Japan with the blood already colored in because that's why it's like all black, mm-hmm. which I assume has to be the reason because it just looks out of place but also really awesome. Yes, as they have their last final fight. 
it's really good. Like the way in which like the the temple finally crumbles after being like assaulted multiple times and like that big like sun like wall being the thing that like withstands all the attacks and eventually cracks is so good. Uh-huh. And there's a bit where before right before that where they're um praying in a circle and mm-hmm. they ask what about like th- like the four guys surrounding them and they're like oh these guys are here to so you guys don't die. I've already prayed their funerals. Don't worry about it. They're, we're all ready to go. Yes. It's specifically like she's like she's giving this like, oh, they're like my soldiers. But then she just turns to the camera and like, besides, I've already prayed at their funerals because this is the time <laughs> for everyone to get their like sick last lines in. It's so cool. Uh, and then her final assault, she's like hair down, just like gonna throw everything at uh, the big flesh baby. And that part's sick. And then I she yells it. at Kay to point the gun at her. So yes. it doesn't miss. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when the big beam like does a like a turn. Yeah. Love it. Well, I'm glad everyone enjoyed the last volume of Kira. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. So is this the, the your favorite? Uh of the uh, volumes of Akira, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Uh, I think that I think like the one scene that I'm like, this is better than the rest of the comic is still like uh, Kaneda meeting his shitty high school girlfriend where he in the nurse's office. I think that like falls out of a comic that's just a little more to like my taste. Like uh-huh. if that was in like, if that was in like love and rockets, I wouldn't bat an eye. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, th- this is great. Uh, incredible volume. Yeah. I think that like, generally speaking, um, Domu is way more to my taste of being like a sad cop story and a more, um, you know, a small scale place I recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, but as one of these like manga epics that is deeply influential, uh, honestly, in the same way that um, the, the manga of Norska was, I'm like, this is, they fucking did it. They nailed the, this one plot more than most of the other examples I've seen. Everyone else is, is uh, coming up short. Uh, it's one of the best of these. Um, definitely one of the best like conclusions to this when I, like, we talk about how generic it is and not in a mean way, right? Like it is the thing that everything is pulling from. It is one of the biggest examples of this. And it's also stealing from every sci-fi book. Ever. Like, you know, this is the thing that they're all about. Uh, but just one of the best executions of that. Um, it's great. Yeah. Oh, I do love the bit too, where um, uh, we see where all the flashes from people like meeting ghosts in the, uh, previous volumes have come from are all um, at the end of the comic where Kanada and Kay are uh, trying to get back together. Mm-hmm. As they're uh, grasping each other's hands, they're like cutting each other through time, and that's what everyone's seeing throughout like volume one. We see them in volume one and two and three and four. Yeah, it's, it's really sweet. It's good stuff. There's that one bit where um oh what's her name the uh, the the girl uh the. Tetsuo tries to use his powers to like oh, bring Carrie? her back to life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah she's a ghost. Because the fucking guy shoots her. <laughs> oh, the worst guy in all comics ever. What a shitbag. And, yeah. and his reason's like, oh, uh, I guess it might not, it won't hurt. Yeah, because she's going back to Tetsuo because they're like, are we, they're like panicking. Like, okay, we betrayed Tetsuo. Oh, now we need Tetsuo's power. Oh, now oh, let's go this way. And she's just running back to like warn Tetsuo that they're coming. Because in this moment, they'll uh, they are resolved to kill him, but they'll change their mind in five minutes. Uh, and as he sees her going, it's like I, I mean, she's just a girl, so it wouldn't like you know pr- she's not going to change anything. 
but I guess I'll shoot her. It's not like it's going to make it worse for me if I shoot her, not realizing that on the other side of the wall is uh, Tetsuo sensing this death and about to go sicko mode and everyone. <laughs> I think they end up getting uh, gassed by the uh, American they guy. Do. He's the one who gets yep. exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as the gas just wafts by Akira's feet. He uh, ends up like just taking it in. The gas is nothing. It's so good. That's that that bit where <laughs> everyone uh, Miyoko's back at at base going. Someone just gave him a drug. What just happened? Yeah, because it just like it clears his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good, and yeah, that scene with uh, Kara and Tetsuo when she's a ghost and they're like on top of a hill, like surrounded by some buildings, and they're talking is really great. Tetsuo is yeah. the main character of this book. Uh, that yeah. sounds good because it implies that he's like he's tr- physically trying to like keep her spirit here and just can't do it. Yeah. Yep. Like he's I, trying to I'm, hold I'm it in shocked. at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just shocked at how much I like Tetsuo. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, we talked about this in the first one, but like the the anime and the cultural understanding of Akira is uh, cool guy protagonist who sucks and then shitty, bitter, like impugned masculinity rivalry with the other guy who also like sucks. the little brother who wants yeah. to be the boss right like yeah and it's just like the most like petty and petulant rivalry for that thing that don't really matter uh and that's kind of where this starts but in a way that's like it's got it's the whole this entire volume is about how that's a fake idea um like so we talked about how cool the last volume is with Canada coming back and being the shitty protagonist but in a world that's moved beyond him and this takes it to an extreme of like eventually he just gets trapped in the other world and that's not like none of that say that's not what saves him right he's he, he is k that saves him uh it is remembering other people that saves him um and that that's how he is able to like refigure being an obnoxious protagonist into standing against the un like you can be a rowdy boy but you're gonna mean something with it <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's all we can ask of our protagonists. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And then Did the you... city rebuilds around them if they drive off with the ghosts. Do you think Floyd's an acronym or someone just like the name Floyd? <laughs> um, I hope it's the latter. Uh, because I've, I've seen too many shows or stuff where they've backfilled a dumb acronym for their yeah, thing. Yeah. I just love the big space laser shows up. It's named Floyd. <laughs> and he flies it onto the ship. He does do that. As an uh, Independence Day fly planes at the thing, try to stop it. Yes. <laughs> I love the like cut of like the giant thing coming out of space, and then like the next panel is like a zoom in on uh, Tetsuo's face. This is like his <laughs> peak Vegeta moment. I love it. He does just look like Vegeta here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he does. Uh. But yeah, I could do this for every page of this book. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you very much for getting us to read it. I'm glad we did it this way, like spinning the volumes up. I am glad too. If we tried to do this like Nasca, it would not have worked. Uh, this is we, too much it would have been on. all about this volume, actually. Yeah, yeah we would have just been this exact podcast because, you know, <laughs> it's it's a, the gravity of this ending is a lot. And they're going to try to make this an anime eventually, I bet. <laughs> Yeah, he's apparently working with Sunrise. I think he's in charge. I don't know. I looked it up. There's no details about like the other people working on it. I have no idea who they've actually like got to lead this. I know he's involved. I know Tomo's involved and it's at Sunrise. Aside from that, it could be anything. They've said it's for TV, at least. So we'll see. I feel like you can't put Akira on television, but what do I know? No one makes OVAs anymore. 
that's true enough. But I guess we'll all watch that when it happens and be like, this looks bad. We can just read it. What if we? What if I don't, actually? I guess me and Rick will both watch that when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch it. I don't know. I, I have a bad track record with stuff I've read the comic of, watching the anime of. Well, I don't mean the whole thing. I, I'll probably watch episode one and be yeah, like, yeah, this is what I expected. Yeah, yeah, I'll see Twitter and then ignore it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else uh, specifically to mention here? Or just, just a good time with the comics? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for having us uh, having us read Akira. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, that That's uh, that's a beach house. That's... That's the manga. Yeah. Um, okay. Next time we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, two, yeah, we're on Christmas time, so I guess like three weeks. To but we're recording in two weeks. Oh, it will be two weeks when this comes out, right? In two weeks we're talking about Karakano, so please uh, look forward to that. Um, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I'm I'm like eight episodes in. I'm enjoying it quite a bit so far. I don't know how it goes for twenty six, but we'll see. Um, and uh, I think January, this is penciled in, will be the end of uh, Trigon. But we'll see how that shakes out in actuality. I will, by the next Beach House, I will know for sure. So that'll be it. Yep. Rick, do you want to plug anything? Uh, sure. Actually, um, I'll be on a forthcoming episode of Higgledy Piggledy Well Statements on the oh, shit. Network. Talking about uh, Hagake. Uh, the Legend of Moby Dick by Osamu Dezuke from 1997. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> no, is it good? No, I didn't know about this. <laughs> and um, that that show is, I've ne- never heard it before. It's wild. And it has a full dub. Yeah, if you go to abnormalmapping.com slash whale, you will get Higgly Piggly Whale statements, which yeah. is our uh, friend Mark and Ben are going through, they went through Moby Dick, and now they're covering adaptations of Moby Dick before they, I think they're moving on to another book after that, but I don't actually know. I'm going to say one thing about that anime that's told yeah. you right away. Uh, the whales are decommissioned Federation battleships. Fucking sick. Yeah. Are they just like space battleship mottos? Uh, Moby Dick is a planet-killing weapon now, apparently. We'll, we'll see. That's no moon. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Well, uh, you can find me at headfallsoff on twitter.com. Find the podcast that me and I do at abnormalmapping.com. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being, and you can support all of our work at patreon.com slash normalmapping. For $1, you get the great Gundam project. We're about to start Gundam. We will have started Gundam Seeds, so please look forward to that. I think that'll be fun. Um, And for $5, we do Blockbusters every month, which is a deep dive on a movie. And at $10, we do VoIP Life, which is... uh, great time where we just hang out and talk about some bullshit. Uh, our last episode was an extra long one full of surprises and adventure. Um, so look forward to that. If you uh, haven't listened to that yet, you should do that. That's everything. Uh, once again, thanks Rick. We'll be back with the anime. No more manga until Rick comes back. I think um, in the future. So yeah. that's it. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you next time. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it.
them. Who knew? All the planes we flew, good things we've been through. Then I'll be standing right here talking to you about another path. I know we love to hit the road and laugh, but something told me that it wouldn't last. Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture. Those were the days, hard work forever pays. Now I see you in a better place. Talk about family when family's all that we got Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side And now you gon' be with me for the last ride It's been a long day Without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it When I see you again, I see you again. We've come a long way, yeah, a long way. From where we began you know, we started. Oh, I'll tell you all about it And the vibe is feeling strong and was small Turned to a friendship, a friendship turned to a bond And that bond will never be broken The love will never get lost And when brotherhood come first Then the line will never be crossed Established it on our own When that line had to be drawn And that line is what we reach So remember me when I'm gone can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you're gonna be with me for the last one. Let the light guide your way. Yeah. Hold every memory as you go. And every road you take. you my friend and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again we've come a long way from where we began oh I'll tell you all about it when I see you